everybody wants happiness and everybody in search of peace of mind everybody is under tension old young children america india japan anywhere all people are under stress i asked a young girl <coughs> i i asked a young girl how are you she said i am under tension huh <laughs> i can understand your grandparents are under tension because they are afraid any moment they may be sent to old age home you know now in india also old age home started so your grandparents may be under tension your father may be under tension because you know recession has come in india also america's recession has has its effect there also so now they are talk, talking about vrs vrs means voluntary retirement scheme but it comes compulsory <laughs> indirectly it is compulsory voluntary retirement scheme because if you don't take voluntary retirement then you will not get the benefit so indirectly so your father is under tension i can understand because any moment the vrs may come your brother may be under tension because 12 signs you know their 12 signs is are like war with pakistan whole family is under tension and 12 signs then so much tension tuition then so many classes then tuition classes and coaching classes and so much of study to be done so lot of tension your mom under tension i can understand because management of mother in law management of husband management of finance because the cost of living is going up and go up and up and within that small budget this is to fulfill then management of children children who are no longer obedient not to talk of obedient absolutely resistant to anything and hyperactive the management of children and most difficult there fortunately you don't have that problem is because that is the there the biggest problem is management of maid servant <laughs> i am telling you frankly one one of devotees told told me over phone the swami ji i please get me one maid servant otherwise i will commit suicide <laughs> now it is too much i can't take it any more how can i get a maid servant you know so but that is the only problem maid servant is a big problem Huh? and then i asked what type of maid servant you want well we want a maid servant you know i want i don't want dirty work i want a maid servant who will be doing good i mean very clean work saaf sutra kaam karegi ganda kaam mujhe bilkul pasand nahi and then chatpat chatpat kaam karegi quickly he will do work she will do the work i don't want this slow work you know ishare mein samjhegi she must be very intelligent she should understand by signs she is highly brilliant samne kuch nahi bolegi whatever i say she will she will take she will not reply she will not retort she will under she will be obedient and she will never take any leave kabhi chutti nahi legi aur kam se kam salary legi <laughs> so not available this type maid servant so very big problem there maid servant here fortunately no maid servant problem because na rahega bas na bajegi basuri for maid servant hai nahi so everybody knows that we have to live without her without the maid servant 
So you do your own work. Of course, you got some good gadgets also. But here I, I found everybody is working so hard. And you don't depend on them. So naturally, you come to live without them. But there, they feel so helpless. So they feel so helpless. Anyway, so I asked that young girl, I can understand the tension of your grandparents, your father, your mother, your brother. But why are you under tension? Then she said, Swamiji, I am senior KG. I am in senior KG. Last year I was in junior KG and I got first class first. My mom, my mom has told this time also you have to come first class first. So I am under tension. So that competition, tough competition has come. Second is generation gap has come. Big generation gap. Uh, the whole society is moving at such an accelerated speed that the society is not able to absorb that shock. Alvin Toffler had already predicted it in his book, The Future Shock, that the whole society is undergoing at such an accelerated speed that it will not be able to absorb the shock. Now, thing, that thing, that time has already come. There is a, such a great speed that uh, society is changing, uh, rapidly moving, that there is a great generation gap. So, the children are not able to understand the parents and parents are not able to understand the children. They are completely going in a very different direction. They are all the children very hyperactive, very highly intelligent, most disobedient, all these things. Hey, so many parents they come to me. Oh, everybody, all the parents they come only with one complaint. Nowadays the children do not listen to us. And they are all my friends. In the evening they come to me and they have got only one solution. Nobody understands me at home, nobody wants to understand. They have also their problem. So, they feel that nobody is able to understand their problems. So, that that generation gap is there, that make it, that understand, mis misunderstanding is there. That is why there is no peace in the family, harmony in the family, because of the generation gap. Previously, there were quarrels between the mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. Now, there are quarrels between mother and the daughter. And they are now living separately. In America, I saw... Mothers living separately, daughters living separately, without marriage, before marriage itself. After marriage is a different thing. So anyway, these are all the things coming, the generation gap. Another thing is that consumerism has come in a big way, very big way. So uh, many of the psychologists have already told that this thing will be coming and Man has become a commodity, he thinks himself like a commodity and feels himself like a commodity and sells himself like a commodity. Yes, in, in India, the bridegrooms are sold. Bridegrooms are sold. In Bihar and UP, the bridegrooms are sold. The market price, latest market price, I do not know, but few months back, it was 1 crore rupees for an IS officer, 70 lakhs of rupees for a doctor. If you are a doctor, if you are a doctor, you will get the dowry of 70 lakhs rupees. If you are an IAS officer, 1 crore rupees, dowry. Of course, they will say, we don't take dowry, we just will do not say, you just put whatever is there, but that is all, minimum is that. Don't give the name dowry, but it is there, this is the precondition. So that expectation is there. If not, the girl has to go back without the dowry. Otherwise, she will be burnt. She will be burnt. So, likewise, so many things are happening. So, man has become a commodity. So, Eric Fromm written, has written a book 
he, he, he wrote many uh, books much, much before. The name of the book, the book is To Have or To Be. There he said that man has become a commodity. He thinks himself like a commodity and sells himself like a commodity. And so everybody is going mad after money, consumerism and uh, more and more gadgets. Affluenza has come, another disease. Oxford Dictionary is added now another word, affluenza. In America they have started, America, uh, the parents have started affluenza resistance society. Same thing is now coming to India also they are starting now. But whatever happens in America after happens in India after five years. We are imitating, blind imitation of Western artistic culture. So there also affluenza is coming. And affluenza resistance society is being done to prevent the children. Affluenza means you want more and more items. The more items you get, the more dissatisfied you become. The more, again you get more items. And ultimately you become a prey to schizophrenia. And then Nugin neurosis starts in. They become schizophrenia. Then drug addiction, then schizophrenia, then suicide. And so many people are committing suicide. No peace, no happiness. On one hand, we are science and technology is progressing so much, you know. So much nanotechnology is coming, science technology, communication technology has advanced so much. Hmm? So much communication technology advanced that sitting on the sofa, just take a telephone with ISD. You can talk to your friends in India or in any other country, thousands of miles away. And such a nice communication. Previously, the communication was not so good. It was not audible. But now, thousands of miles away, very nice communication as if standing next door. Why? Because of the satellite technology. So, technology has advanced. Communication technology has advanced. So much so that you can talk to your friends thousands of miles away sitting on your sofa very nicely but the paradox is that there is no communication with your wife for last six months sitting on the same sofa <laughs> I am telling you the frank I am telling you I am not telling you this stories imaginary I am telling you when I was in Rajkot I was editing the Gujarati monthly I used to go to Baroda for some lecture so once when I had gone to lecture and I was returning from Baroda by train to Rajkot. So I was standing on the platform and just uh, some distance away a couple was standing, husband and wife were standing but of course husband was looking at one side and wife was looking at the other side. They were standing together. After some time the husband just politely asked why this train is coming so late? And the wife roared like a lioness. Am I the station master that you are asking me why the train is late? And he, she roared like this that the husband flung away six feet away. <laughs> he became so much afraid. He ran away six feet away. I saw with my own eyes. He ran away. So much she roared like a lioness. So, very good communication. <laughs> Physical distance has been annihilated. You know, when Swami Vekan started, when Swami Vivekan started for coming to America on 31st May 1893, he took the ship from Bombay and on 31st July, he reached Chicago. Took two months and I started morning 4.30 a.m. from Ahmedabad on 18th June, 2.30 p.m. I was in New York, same day, same day, 18th. So, communication technology advanced, physical distance annihilated, but mental distance increased. No communication between husband and wife, no communication between mother and daughter, no rapport between the family members, 
want to talk of country to country, world peace, no peace inside the family itself, no peace inside the mind. So all are in search of peace. That is very true. Now, one of the important reasons is this consumerism. We have got this equation H is directly proportional to M, where H is equal to happiness and M is equal to money. We think that more money we will get, the more happy we will become. But is it true? The statistical analysis says there are three countries in the world having highest per capita income, America, Japan and Sweden. And three countries having highest rate of suicides. What are the countries? America, Japan and Sweden. And three countries in highest rate of mental patients. What are the countries? America, Japan and Sweden. So what is the equation? H is inversely proportional to M. Wherever there is per capita income, more people are more unhappy. World Economic Forum carried out a survey. What are the, which, are the, which is the country, which is the happiest country, the happiness survey. They found out, you know, the happiest country was Bangladesh. <laughs> And India was fifth and America was 45th <laughs> in happiness survey. World Economic Forum, not our survey. In happiness. Now, Bhutan has shown the way. So far, we were talking about GNP, Gross National Product. Now, the new concept is GNH, Gross National Happiness. So, now they are talking about Gross National Happiness because real happiness does not mean only per capita income. Real happiness is something different. Now, gradually people are able to understand. Now, this is a common sense because of the lack of SQ. Ours is a spiritual dumb culture. So, Dana Zohar has written a book. The name of the book is SQ, Spiritual Intelligence, the Ultimate Intelligence. She is a professor in Oxford University and says, says in, she says in her book, Neurologically, physiologically, biologically, psychologically, from every point of view, there is a concluding evidence. There is something called SQ, which is the basis of both IQ and EQ. What is IQ? IQ will tell you how to play the game of life. What is EQ? EQ will tell you how to play the game of life under changed circumstances with changed strategies, emotional intelligence. And what is SQ? Spiritual intelligence. SQ will tell you whether to play the game of life at all or not. Well, <laughs> that is your choice. That means what is the meaning of life? What is the purpose of life? Why are we here? Why are we born? <coughs> nobody, nobody has ever thought. So many youngsters come to me. What is the purpose of life? Oh, I want to become chartered account engineer. Oh, okay. What is the ultimate aim of life? I never thought about it. When will you start thinking? When you sit down in the car, the first question you should ask, where do you want to go? A car has already gone long distance. And after reaching the destination, you say, where, where I want to go? Oh, I wanted to go to that side. Oh, there you come back. Go to the reverse side again. <laughs> this is, we don't know. We are going all very fast, but we know the direction. That is a Zen story. A horse was galloping at full speed. Somebody asked the person, where are you going? He said, ask the horse. <laughs> because I am not driving the horse. Horse is taking me. So, we are not leading the life. Life is leading us. Like flock of sheep, we are going mad after money. Everybody is going mad after money, career development, these, that. And we are also doing after money and position, power and position. But no happiness and peace. We have lost the purpose of life. That is the thing. So that is why Dana Zohar says, SQ is more important in life. SQ. Because that is the only prerogative of human beings. IQ is available with all the species. EQ is available only with the humans, with the with a few species. But SQ is available only with the human species. 
Our scripture said that out of 84 lakhs of species, 8.4 million species, only human beings can have spiritual knowledge. But the modern says is no, no, no. They are not 8.4 million species. 12.5 million species are there. Well, that's not much difference, you know, because of clone, cloning and all that's going on. <laughs> and that time they did not have microscopes. Still, they are coming very close. Modern science says there are 12.5 million species, but they also say out of 12.5 million species, only human species can have SQ. So, both are the same, the same thing. So, development of SQ is the must. So, it's a spiritual dumb culture. We have lost the aim of life. And running mad after these pleasures and happiness, and that after money in consumerism, that is the thing. In that book, I have given an example. Of course, Dana Zohar has given the example a little different way, but I have given an example in a different way. Near the Mexico shore, there was a fisherman sleeping in his boat. It was afternoon. Now, a management consultant was sitting on the shore. He said, why are you sleeping now? He, uh, he just woke him up. Hey, why are you sleeping? Why are you not fishing? It is still afternoon. Then he said, you know, sir, what happened early morning when I went for shipping, uh, for fishing, I got a very good catch, very big fish I got. I sold it. I got, got very good money, which is good enough for my today's needs. And so, now I am just relaxing and enjoying. My quota is over. And then that concept, what? Is there any quota system here? You should earn more money. What will I do with extra money? Why? You must deposit. Now, he had never thought of deposit. <laughs> he had never heard that money can be deposited. He said, you deposit. Then, you may go on depositing when you have got more money. Then, you purchase a bigger boat. Then, you will be able to go deeper into the ocean. Then, you will be able to catch bigger fishes. Then, you will get more money. What to do with more money? Again, deposit. <laughs> and go on getting deposit and then getting more and more boats then you will have a fleet of boats and then you will become a CEO chief executive officer of a big company and then you make good business when you have good business afterwards when you earn a lot of money when what I should do earn more of money then deposit <laughs> and then you come to me you know then you take retirement then you come to me you know I have got all the investment policies with me, I know everything. I am a, I am an MBA from Harvard University. <laughs> so, I will tell you where to invest your money in, in a profitable manner. So, then what will happen? When you, pro, when you invest like this, every month you will get some fixed income. And then you will be able to sleep nicely. <laughs> I was sleeping nicely, it is you who woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> for sleeping nicely and for relaxation, such a roundabout process. So, Dana Zohar says, that fisherman has got a better SQ. This fellow has got more IQ, but fisherman has got more IQ. That does not mean we should not go for more money earning, no. But the meaning is this, what is the purpose? Why are we earning money? For happiness, that we have forgotten. Half of the life goes in madly running after earning money and losing health. And then next half of the life, losing, gaining health, losing money for gaining health. Earning money, losing health. Then next half, gaining health, losing money. So what is the profit? So that does not mean we should not go for money. So this consumerism is one of the reasons. Main thing is that we are trying to get happiness outside the, in so many objects. An old woman was searching for a needle which was lost. 
she was searching and then somebody asked why what is mother what are you searching for maji kya dekh rahi ho bole meri soi ghum gayi kitna ghanta ho gaya mil hi nahi rahi hai bole i will help you acha batao kahan giri thi giri thi bolo kamre mein hai udhar kam hi tum yahan dekh rahe bole udhar andhera hai na इधर लाइट है अंधेरे में कैसे देखू सो वी आर लाइक दैट ओल्ड वुमन ट्राइंग टू सर्च फॉर हैप्पीनेस एंड पीस इन ऑल दीज ऑब्जेक्ट विच कैन नेवर गिव अस लेस्टिंग हैप्पीनेस दैट इज वॉट वेदांत सेज द सोर्स ऑफ इन्फिनिट जॉय एंड इन्फिनिट पीस एंड इन्फिनिट ब्लिस इज ऑलरेडी विद इन अस इज ऑलरेडी देयर बट वी आर सर्चिंग फॉर आउटसाइड दैट इज वाई कबीर सेज मोको कहा तू ढूंढे बंदे मैं तो तेरे पास में खोजोगे तो अभी मिलूंगा पलभर की तलाश में वेर आर यू सर्चिंग फॉर मी आई एम इन साइड यू द सोर्स ऑफ इन्फिनिट जॉय इन्फिनिट हैलरेडी विद इन आर बट वी आर सर्चिंग फॉर इन मर्सिडीज बेंस कार एंड मल्टीस्ट बिल्डिंग एंड एयर कंडीशनर एंड ऑल दैट एंड लेटेस्ट गजेट्स एंड लेटेस्ट मोबाइल्स एंड मोबाइल्स एंड लैपटॉप्स एंड नाउ न्यू गजेट्स आर कमिंग आई डोंट नो द नेम्स ऑफ दोज न्यू गजेट्स so we are trying to search for happiness there but the source of infinite joy infinite happiness here nabi kamal mein hai kasturi vrithamrig phire bankare bin sadguru nar aise hi dhoonde jaise phire pushu bankare the must deer is going in the himalayas you get must deer running 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 why it is running because it is getting some smell of musk in search of that smell it is running and after running a long distance it gets tired and gets and dies afterwards it is found out the musk was already in the navel of that musk we are like that nabhi kamal mein hai kasturi vrithamrig phire bankare bin sadguru nar aise hi dhoonde jaise phire pashu bankare we are like that must dear searching for happiness and peace outside but the source of infinite joy infinite peace is within that is why kotopanishad says नित्यो नित्यानाम चेतनश्चेतनानाम एको बहुनाम यो विदधाति कामान तम आत्मस्थम ये नुपश्यति धीरा तेषाम शांति शाश्वती नेतरेषाम नित्यो नित्यानाम देर इज देर इज एन इटर्नल आत्मन विद इन दैट इटर्नल आत्मन कास्ट विद इन दैट देर इज ए इटर्नल परमात्मन नित्यो नित्यानाम चेतनश्चेतनानाम इन साइड अवर कॉन्शियसनेस देर इज सुपर कॉन्शियसनेस प्रिवेलिंग in our own heart nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman he is ruling the whole world tam atmastham yenu pashyanti dhira those who have seen who realize that supreme doing who is present inside each and every human being inside every human's heart those those who have seen that those who realize that particular that supreme reality to they alone get happiness and peace स we have forgotten that goal and that is why we are mad running mad after like a must deer sri ram krishna was talking to the devotees and he said you know the aim of human birth is to realize god to manifest to realize that self <coughs> then realize that atman and parmatman 
Then the devotee said, you are talking that there is, where is Paramatma? Sri Ramakrishna said, he said, everybody's heart. Bhagavad Gita also says, Ishwara Sarabhutanam Riddesh Arjunutishthati Brahmayan Sarabhutani Yantarudhani Mayaya Tameva Sharanam Gacha Sarvabhavena Bharata Tat Prasadat Param Shantim Sthanam Prapsasi Shashvatam. Lord is ruling the whole world and like a machine operator is moving the machine inside. He is guiding the whole thing, all our activities. So surrender yourself and then you will get it. So Sri Ramakrishna said, Lord is present inside everybody's heart. How do we believe? Do you believe I am talking to you? Yes, because we are seeing you. That's why we believe that you are here. Immediately Sri Ramakrishna took up one small cloth was with him. And he just put the cloth on in front of his face. And he said, Am I visible? No. That means I am not here? No, you are here. Then you say that if you are visible, then you are there. And if you are not visible, you are not there. No, you are there. Why I am not visible? Because of this covering, this cloth. This is the reality. The supreme reality, Paramatman, is very near our heart. Very near our heart. But we are not able to see it. Why? There is covering. That is why Kabir says, Remove the covering. How to remove the covering? So Swami Vivekananda gives the whole gist of Vedanta in his book on Raj Yoga. He says, Each soul is potentially divine. The goal of human life is to manifest this divinity within by controlling nature external and internal. Do this either by work, worship, psychic control or philosophy by one or more or all of these and be free. This is the whole of religion. Dogmas, rituals, worships, temples, churches, mosques are but secondary details. So, the purpose of human life is to manifest the divinity. How to do that? Four paths. Karma Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Raj Yoga and Jnana Yoga. And that is why Swami Vivekananda when he, when he prepared the emblem of Ramakrishna order, the, he said the emblem should be such that you will give the whole philosophy of Ramakrishna mission. So you will find the emblem everywhere in all of our books. There is a serpent, there is a sun, there is waves of water and there is the, the lotus and inside that there is a hansa, there is a swan and inside it is written down below Tanno Hansa Prachodhyar. This is how God can be realized. This is how Paramatman can be realized. How? By combination of four yogas. Sun represents knowledge. Lotus represents bhakti. Waves of water, the waves of action, karma yoga. And serpent is the kundalini shakti, which moves like a serpent from muladha to sarasar to the sushumna. Kundalini shakti moves like a serpent. So that denotes Raj Yoga. So by combination of these four yogas, Raj Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Gyan Yoga and Karma Yoga, you manifest the divinity. You get infinite joy, infinite bliss, infinite happiness. That is the purpose of life for which we are born. Now, then we will get eternal happiness, infinite happiness. That is the purpose. So now, which yoga should we practice? Swami Vivekananda says, you practice whatever yoga you like. But which practice, what, what, what do you practice? Swami Vivekananda says, I practice all the four yogas. Romarula says, Swami Vivekananda rode on all the four yogas simultaneously. All the four horses simultaneously. 
Then, why he said, he said, we must have harmony of four yogas for integrated development of personality. Uh, now, in the modern management field also, they talk about maximum utilization of resources. In the time of recession, if you want to protect yourself from recession, you must have high productivity and profitability. Now, how to get high productivity? By maximum utilization of all resources. Similarly, if we want to have high profitability and productivity in our life, then we also would should have, uh, we also should have maximum utilization of all the faculties. That is, we have got hands, why not work for the Lord? That is Karma Yoga. We have got mind, why not meditate with that mind? That is Raj Yoga. We have got intellect, why not cogitate over what is true and what is false? That is Gyan Yoga. And then we have all got heart, we want to love, we want to receive love, we want to give love. Why not give the love to Lord so that there is no repentance afterwards? <laughs> Many youngsters come to me, Are uske piche itna invest kiya, pashi <laughs> the thing is this, then Swami Vivekan says in his book on religion of love, there cannot be an infinite love between two finite realities changing all the time and their moods also changing all the time and both going towards death. So, there can be only infinite love between infinite Atman and infinite Paramatman, that is Bhakti Yoga. So, by combination of all the four Yogas, you get the reach the goal quicker. And when you combine all the four yogas, you get all the benefits of all the yogas minus this, this, this disadvantage. For example, Gyan Yoga is shortcut, but is very difficult and very dry. Like walking on the edge of a razor, that is a dangerous path. So, Try to practice Jnana Yoga along with Bhakti Yoga. Bhakti Yoga will make it sweetened. But when you practice Jnana, Bhakti Yoga is very easy for all, very easy. But there is a danger there, you become sentimental nonsense. Sometimes you become too much emotional. So why not miss a little Jnana Yoga that will make you a little more rational, your emotions will be rationalized. So mix the two. So each will cancel each other's disadvantage. Now, similarly, when you do Karma Yoga, when you do karma yoga, you get ego. Oh, I have done so much of work. But when you mix it with bhakti yoga, no, no, I have not done. Lord, I am the only instrument. Lord has made that done. Then it, the ego is gone. So you, it becomes karma yoga, real karma yoga. So mix it with bhakti yoga. Similarly, when you go for raj yoga too much, some people, you know, they are out of over enthusiasm, they go for <laughs> pranayama. Afterwards, they come to me, oh, his Kundalini Shakti has gone up, now it is not coming down, what to do? <laughs> now, no doctor is able to cure. Then I tell that Swami Vikan tells in his book on Raj Yoga, he has written very specifically, this Raj Yoga should be practiced under the guidance of a personal teacher. But if you go like this, without any personal teacher, who told you? So, 24 hours meditation is not possible for all. So, but you mix it with Karma Yoga or Bhakti Yoga, then this danger will not be there of ending up in a mental hospital. Similarly, when you meditate, your mind will become calm. Then you will able, able to understand whether it is karma yoga or karma bhoga. <laughs> if you want to do karma yoga, then we have to write with path. We have to have that attitude. That will come through mixing it with meditation. So, all the four yogas. So, now the monks and devotees, how do they practice? For example, the monks of Ramakrishna order, how do they practice four yogas? Early morning we get up, 
and there is there is early morning there is a prayer in our temples there is mangalarti there is prayer then there is meditation and there is some gita chanting so gita chanting gyan yoga meditation raj yoga and prayer bhakti yoga in the evening again khandana bhavandana there is prayer that is bhakti yoga again we have meditation raj yoga and we have some reading script from kathamrita or some other book that is gyan yoga and whole day we are karma yoga so we mix all the four yogas swami vireshwaran you has asked this question how to practice karma yoga so he said do perform sandwich sadhana what is sandwich sadhana you know sandwich how to prepare sandwich yes they, you know very well how to prepare sandwich just take take a piece of bread and then afterwards you put some cheese or some tomato or cucumber some type some whatever masala or chutney whatever you want to put on that and then put another piece of bread sandwich is ready similarly early morning start the day oh lord whatever work i will be doing for the whole day i dedicate to to you and fruits also i dedicate unto you then whole day go on putting chutney and masala and all that whole day go on doing work 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 night while going to bed oh lord whatever i have done work all dedicated to you whatever good or bad whatever done is good dedicated to you and fruits also dedicated to you so another piece of bread one sandwich ready and if you like you may prepare some small sandwiches also while going to the office oh lord whatever i do work in the office or in the school wherever i go all work dedicated to you while coming back from the office oh lord whatever i have done go to bed from tomorrow i'll try to do better what <laughs> all dedicated to you and the fruit dedicated to you so small sandwich also so that sandwich sadhana will make it karma yoga practice these is four yogas if we practice what will happen ultimately we will get manifest our divinity and what will get eternal happiness eternal happiness eternal life eternal bliss and we will realize our divine now some people say i don't want god i don't want anything i want peace in today i want happiness and peace today's life everyday life now what to do for getting happiness and peace in everyday life same practice of four yogas will give you happiness and peace in everyday life also how for example bhakti yoga is prayer swami vivekananda says in book on raj yoga at long last you will understand not now at long last you will understand that the best way to become happy is to see that others are happy and the best way to get peace of mind is to pray for others peace of mind and he says start your meditation your day with prayer for others we have a beautiful prayer sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramaya sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kashit dukham apnuyat oh lord let all be happy let all be healthy let all attain good let none become miserable start this prayer and you will find other will get peace for whom you are praying but you will get first peace many are telling yes they are getting peace but many are telling that they are not getting peace i said there is something wrong in your prayer you know many people they pray oh lord let all be happy minus my husband <laughs> oh lord let all be happy minus my wife oh lord let all be happy minus my mother in law don't put a bracket there <laughs> while praying at least all day you do whatever you want. there's a prayer don't put a bracket 
if you really make the prayer holistic you will find the result prayer should be holistic unselfish prayer brings greater results i remember a joke a person told went to a christian father he said father i am miserable this recession has come i have lost my job and i am not getting the job then the father said pray i am praying but prayer is not working he said make the prayer more effective well, how can i make it you make it holistic how to make holy what is do you mean you know holistic prayer answered that becomes effective prayer holistic means you first give then receive <laughs> so give and take is the holistic prayer holistic means you try to be unselfish so he said okay father then he prayed to lord oh lord if i you forget me a job i will give 10% as charity and he got a job so out of 100 dollars per week he got and 10 dollars he gave to charity father father thank you very much your prayers the holistic prayers worked and this is 10 dollar now after few days he started getting 1000 dollar per week so he gave 100 dollars then later on he started getting 10000 dollar per week so, father this is too much i have to give 1000 dollar this is too much <laughs> is there no way out then father said you know he was very intelligent he said you see you can't take back the prayer from the lord but one thing you can do you can pray to the lord to reduce your income so that the in, so that you have to give you can give affordable this <laughs> so that the donation you have to give is affordable you can pray to the lord to reduce your income <laughs> anyway make the prayer effective holistic so holistic prayer works pray for the others that brings happiness and peace so pray that is it every day life it will give meditation you know now lot of research has been done harvard university associate professor dr harbert benson made a research for 25 years and brought out the book the relaxation response then he says if you meditate not only your you know blood pressure goes down bypass surgery can bypassed it will have a very good effect on your mind so meditation helps even in our daily life physically and mentally for mental peace also and for stress management now old methods of stress management not working you know western models of stress management not working that is why they are coming at the feet of holistic management and indian management why because most of the people are under stress now psychology says you know why do you go to why do you get stress when you ex- you curb your feelings they go inside your subconscious mind and then they produce stress and then afterwards later later on they become strain it converts into strain so you should not curb your feelings my god if i don't curb my feelings i lose my job because i go to the office and my boss without any reason starts firing me just because when he was coming out of his house his fi- wife has fired him now he can't say anything to wife so whatever anger he had he poured on me unjustifiably and i want to pay back in the same coin and i know also how to pay back in the same coin but if i speak i lose my job so i pocket that insult now that thing goes inside subconscious mind and creates problem so the modern psychology say western psychology say no no you must express your feelings if i express my feeling i will lose a job okay we have got a solution for you go to the market and purchase voodoo dolls voodoo dolls are available punching bags are available head diaries are available and pins are also available bring the voodoo dolls come to the house close the doors and windows of your room put the voodoo doll on your table and write down the name of your boss or your husband or your mother in law on whom you want to put your anger on 
and then they start taking the pins. Now, blue pins are available for injury, black pins are available for, if you want to seriously injure your boss, black pins are available, and if you want to murder your boss, then red pins are available. Just give the red pin, ah, murdered, and you will have a nice sleep, no need of tranquilizer, because you have murdered your boss. So, but unfortunately, these are not, these are short term methods, because next day morning again you find the boss is sitting on the chair. <laughs> you murdered him at your house, but here again he is sitting again the same fighting. So these methods are not working, voodoo doors, punching bags, head diaries of stress management. That is why meditation, prayer, positive thinking, these are all the methods that are working as stress stress management. So happiness and peace is basically a change of attitude of mind. You cannot change this whole world. You cannot put leather in the whole world, but you can have a leather shoe. You cannot change the whole world, circumstances, but you can change the attitude of your mind. Make you have a positive attitude of mind and then you can face the brutes boldly. Difficulties will come. Of course they will come. What is life? Swami Vivekan was answered, was asked by Khetri Maharaja, Ajit Singh Ji, suddenly. Swami Ji immediately replied, my dear Prince, life is nothing but the struggle of a being under the circumstances trying to press it down. There will be difficulties. Face the brutes. And Swamiji was going uh, all over the country, he went to Benares and after having a darshan of Durga Devi, he was going out, suddenly some monkeys, they, black monkeys with big faces, Hanuman, they started chasing him and Swamiji became afraid, he started running. One side there is a pond, second side there is a big wall, he started running and the monkeys started chasing. After some time, Swamiji became exhausted, suddenly he heard one old man saying, Hey, Dharobat, Bandar ka samna karo. Like that when he said, he suddenly stood up and he stood up and looked at the monkeys and did with a stick like this, all the monkeys fled away. Afterwards, Swamiji told in his lectures in America, that day I learnt one of the greatest lessons of my life. Face the brutes, face the monkeys, face the difficulties of life. If you face them squarely, difficulties will run away. But if you get difficult, if you get afraid, difficulties will overpower you and will press you down, press you down. So be, don't be afraid, be bold. Face the brutes. So this is the message of Swamiji. Swamiji's message is a message of strength. When I, last year I went to Guwahati University, there was an international seminar. So they, afterwards, of course, they, uh, they listened to my lecture, but afterwards they said, be just before, few days before that international seminar, there was a serial bomb blast in Guwahati. So they were all very much afraid of that serial bomb blast. So they said how to combat terrorism. That is the lecture, my subject of lecture. They gave me like, like. I said, well, how to combat terrorism? The only answer is you must have a serial bomb blast. <laughs> they became afraid. Oh my God, he's, he's become, he's become, he's talking about violence. I said, no, I'm not talking violence. They are violent people. They are having a serial bomb blast. We will also have a similar bomb. Similarly, serial bomb blast. But bomb like thought bombs. Thought bombs, what Swami Vivekananda said, thought bombs of Swami Vivekananda. See, Swami Vivekananda says, if you find one word coming like a bombshell upon the ignorance of the masses, that is the one word, fearlessness. Abhi, abhi, be fearless. Be fearless. Be fearless. Why? Your infinite Atman is there within you. Why are you afraid? of anything. So that's 
message of fearlessness, thought bomb of fearlessness, thought bomb of non-violence, thought bomb of the harmony of religions. That thought bomb that Swamiji delivered, he threw that bomb in the world parliament religions, which we did not take. And that's why another world tower broke on the same 9-11. But we have to have serial bomb blast. How? The message of Swami Vivekananda is the message of non-violence. The message of Swami Vivekananda is the message of harmony of religions. The message of Swamiji is the message of universal religion, of universalism. The message of Swamiji is the message of universal brotherhood. Now, these thought bombs are required. These thoughts are required. So, what we should do? Chain reaction. And I, whenever I go, today I have not been able to bring, but whenever I go, I will give you one photograph of Swami Vivekananda. One photograph all of you will get. But normally I carry some small booklets and I present those books to all. One book each present and I tell them, if you like this book, if you think that this book has a potentiality or in a new civilization and of facing the problem of terrorism, if you feel like that, what you should do, then you purchase two books, not one. Small, 5 rupees one book, so 10 rupees investment. Purchase two books and give give gift to two of your friends. Condition, if they like it, they will purchase two copies each and they will give to their two friends. So, one multiplied by two, two multiplied by two, four, four multiplied by four, sixteen, sixteen multiplied by sixteen, goes on multiplying. And then there will be chain reaction, there will be fission reaction and a nuclear bomb explosion will take place. Thought bomb. So, we will have a serial bomb blast then only terrorism will go. Because these terrorists, after all, they are human beings. Now, why they are doing this? They are doing with a good purpose. They are doing namaz and then sitting on the aeroplane. So, they are doing they are doing what a good purpose according to them. Only they have been misled. Why they are brainwashed? Because we, we did not brainwash them earlier. So, somebody else brainwashed. Why not brainwash them when they are children? When they are children, we let us, they let, us, let us brainwash them with the ideas of cooperation, ideas of universal harmony, ideas of harmony of religions. And had they got this message of Swamiji, that all religions are equally true, Jato and as many faiths, so many paths, and had they got the message of universal love, then they would not have been brainwashed by others. And then they would not have done this. So the only, only, message, only thing is that, as far as possible, let us try to spread the message of Swamiji. That is the solution of all the problems of terrorism, of universal discordant, global unrestlessness, and also peace of mind within ourselves. Because his message of Vedanta, his message of harmony of four yogas will give us happiness and peace in everyday life, will give us happiness and peace, eternal happiness, eternal peace, and will also give global peace. This message of Vedanta. So, I have already taken too much. I do not know. I don't have watch. So, my God, too much. In fact, you know, I, I end with Swamiji's. <laughs> Swamiji used to say, to be happy and smiling always takes you nearer to God than any other prayer in the world. To be happy and smiling always takes you nearer to God than any other, any other prayer in the world. And he used to always keep cheerful. When he was lecture, very serious. After the lecture, he will he will prepare his prepare himself dinner and prepare, of course he will put a lot of chilies and the American devotees will have a lot of tears in the eyes, a lot of water running. But he will prepare the food and he will have ice cream party. He used to know like chocolate ice cream. Then he was asked, why do you like chocolate? Because I am chocolate. <laughs> 
and then he will have chocolate his ice cream party and he would enjoy he would have picnic party anywhere so he used to be happy and cheerful now when he was in america they could not understand him so they asked him swami you ought to be little serious one ladies asked swami you ought to be little serious you are a religious preacher because their concept of religious preacher is long faces <laughs> serious religious preacher should be very serious so swami ji immediately replied you know madam it is not always like this i too become serious when i got stomach ache <laughs> but without stomach ache why do you <laughs> become serious when there is no stomach ache why should you become serious so be happy and cheerful to be happy and smiling all this takes you near to god than any other prayer in this world and he and he was very witty you know in detroit what happened as you know there was a great war tug of war between christian missionaries when he talked about the great women of india and the great indian women the ideal of indian women and all that then one lady stood up Swami, you are talking too high about your Indian culture. Is it not true that in your country, your mothers throw away their children into the rivers to be eaten away by the crocodiles? Is it not true? The madams just stood up and asked. Swami ji immediately stood up. Yes, madam, that is very true. You know, I too was thrown like this by my mother into the Ganges. But you know, I was so fat that the crocodile could not eat me, and so I am here to speak before you. <laughs> He was so witty. so he was always cheerful then he said the first sign that you are become religious is that you are become cheerfulness cheerfulness is the first sign of spirituality cheerfulness long faces do not make religion he said cheerfulness is the first sign that you are becoming really spiritual or religious otherwise it is not you are not cheerful so he said when you have got a gloomy face don't go out of your house <laughs> close yourself shut yourself in your room because you do not have the right to spread that mess, that disease called melancholy into the world <laughs> it is very infectious disease yeah. you know if you are sitting with five persons and five persons are under depression you also go into depression you also feel no no why should commit suicide like that so it's very infectious disease so swami ji said be happy and cheerful don't go with the gloomy faces outside and he always used to be cheerful then one day he was lecturing like this like me <laughs> and then mr allen's mr allen was his duty was to see that everything is in order so his lecture was for 1 hour already it was 2 and 1/2 hours so mr allen started he had a stop watch uh, watch so he started hang this doing the watch like this meaning they were swami ji what you are showing me the watch i have not yet started i was just warming up <laughs> so now he is telling 9:30 i was just warming up i have not yet started <laughs> anyway swami ji was beyond time we cannot compare ourselves he was a divine personality we cannot imitate him but just to say you know in america whenever the disciples said swami ji hurry up hurry up we has missed the train swami ji will go slowly will there be no next train <laughs> then swami ji you are not having any sense of time you know we live in eternity <laughs> we are beyond time <laughs> but he he was a person beyond that time he had that thing of course we have to maintain time the punctuality is the most important thing that i learned from, i mean which is very much in western countries in india we have to learn this thing in india minimum 1 hour late then only you are a good person i mean a great person but if you are 1 and 1/2 hours late you are still greater 
<laughs> the ministers will come two hours late. But that is not good. Here, everything to the minute. So, I must apologize for being late. Uh, Indians are still Indians. Huh? We are still Indians. No, that is true. But I, I want I want to take good things from the Western culture, I believe. Swamiji had a license. He was a divine personality. He said, we live in eternity. But we can't imitate them. We have to abide by the time. So, I apologize for being late. But as I told you, I, uh, I was lost in the wilderness with that... Uh, black woman who was not able to run fast <laughs> and I made her run fast but still he was, she was not and we are already halfway. Now I had no other way but to at least reach that spot where that uh, log house was there and from there to find out the path back. So from there then we did not come through that path of the forest. We went to the main road and then I told Amit uh, to run and catch the car and bring the car immediately. Uh, so we had to do a lot of running. But still we were late. But I apologize. But I am very happy to meet you all. And I hope with a little bit of this laughter, I think your anger has reduced. <laughs> uh, so very happy to meet you all. And I, I um, extend a hearty welcome to all of you. When you come to India, you, must vi you may visit us in Baroda. It's very near Bombay. So please try to visit us there. Swami Vivekan himself stayed in that bungalow, Dilaram bungalow. That is the beauty of it. So just as you have Detroit is a great place of pilgrimage, there are minimum four places where you can now go and touch. Of course, whole of Detroit is at least that park and everywhere Swamiji's footprints are there. So Detroit has been sort of you know, sanctified by the footsteps of Swami Vivekan, the great personality. But in Baroda, in that very bungalow, he stayed for a few days. So that same bungalow we are living. There is the meditation hall. So you can visit that bungalow. And there are, in Gujarat, there are so many other centers where Swamiji stayed. All have been converted into memorial. At least three places. Limdi, Porbandar and Baroda. Three are the places already converted into memorial. And there are a few places which we are trying now to convert into memorials. So when you come to India, you are heartily welcome. You are, we extend invitation. Uh, we don't have a guest house there. But the whole road is full of guest houses. <laughs> because we are just, just opposite railway station. So that car that is full of guest houses. So there is no problem. Yeah, we will try to get and you will take. You can take uh, food with us and stay nearby. But uh, it's a great pleasure to meet you all. So I already it is advanced. But what I can do because there is no time for question answer. If, there is, if Mrs. Sharma allows then we will have a question answer. But if, he, if she wants to conclude and because many of already phones have started coming you know. So they are getting worried about you, whether they have lost or what. So what I would suggest is that my email ID is very easy to remember, nikhileshwarananda at gmail.com. And my website I already given, rkmvm.com slash sn. So uh, you can see that website, get my photographs and all the itinerary of, itinerary of USA tour and my, my lectures and articles you can download including the book happiness and peace in everyday life you can download free of cost in a pdf form it is available and uh, one photograph uh, we must get from the car that plastic uh, i mean plastic uh, in the back side there is a plastic folder that contains my folders samvikan in vadodara that with swamiji's photograph that is available that is there and one swamiji's short photo everything i have put in one polythene bag so that polythene bag you bring all of them will get one folder and one photograph of Swamiji and book you have to download from the website.